0: Log talk radio, hey, for a roll a blade is right after it. Yeah. yeah no but if I have to I will go ahead and said yeah. yeah. you ain't as bad as me, make you just be acting. Yeah, yeah. I'm always Welcome to the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. You have reached your host, Motormouth Mosley, calling in from the Man Cave here in Redan, Georgia. Wanted to say welcome. Thank you for spending your Sunday night with us. Going to do a whole lot of talking in a real short amount of time. We've got a lot of football, a lot of baseball action to talk about, some great college football on yesterday, and uh, absolutely some great, fantastic NFL football action today. But wanted to start off uh, the show with a little bit of somber news. Longtime legendary head football coach at the University of Washington, Don, Coach Don James, uh, passed away earlier today at 80 years of age. Spent a whole lot of years coaching at the University of Washington. I had a lot of friends who played under his tutelage, and uh, just wanted to give condolences to his family. And to the uh, UW uh, family, uh, the Huskies, I am during this time of, of, of somber, sour, uh, somber, somber time. But uh, as I said, we've got a lot of sports to talk. We've got a lot of upsets. We've got a great day of uh, college football yesterday. And we've got a World Series in baseball all set and ready to go. It was great to see that the Boston Red Sox made it into the World Series against the St. Louis Cardinals. With a little help and a little local Hawaiian flair from Mr. Shane Victorino knocking out a grand slanty uh, to uh, help lift the Red Sox over uh, the Detroit Tigers, always nice to have a little flavor uh, of Hawaii in your sports. Uh, speaking of which, I do want to give my uh, congratulations to the Mililani High School Trojans, uh, defeating my little mules over the weekend uh, in a great high school uh, playoff football game. Um, long-time rivals, uh, relatively new friends, and I uh, just wanted to give a shout-out to uh, the Mililani family, Coach Rod York, one of my former players who's the head coach, I uh, wanted just to give him a shout-out. Uh, but more importantly, as not more importantly, but as I said, we've got a lot of baseball action. We've got the World Series about to start up. And as has been the occurrence over the last few years, the league has decided that the determination for who it gets home field during the World Series is determined by who wins the All-Star game, the Midsummer Classic, who wins the All-Star game. And that was a 3-0 victory for the American League. So the series will go two games in Boston, three games in St. Louis, and then, if necessary, two games back in Boston. Um, Some people don't like that scenario because it gives uh, the visiting team, per se, uh, in this case the National League, more of an advantage if they can pull one of the two games out in Boston and then sleep at home. It never gets back. They prefer the old two-two-two-one or something along that line as as for the the schedule. But it is a two-three-two. I'm not sure who I like in this series. Well, if I had to pick, because both teams do have a little Hawaiian flair. You've got Colton Wong, who was a late se- late season call up for the Cardinals, um, playing for the for St. Louis, and you've got, of course, Shane Victorino playing for the Red Sox. So you kind of have a wash there. But one of my favorite baseball players, who I love to see go yard, uh, who hit a grand slam uh, game before Shane, it is uh, Big Poppy David Ortiz. It kind of gives the edge to Boston. Plus, my boy John Clavio is a big Red Sox fan. So I am leaning toward the Red Sox to take the series in, oh, let's say six games. For some odd reason, every year this time of the year, the Cardinals play their best ball. They don't have a lot of stars, a bunch of named players. They they do have Carlos Beltran, who has absolutely tore it up during postseason. But they don't have, you know, any big marquee names on their roster, um, but they always find a way to put together one heck of a team. Coach Mattini has uh, taken over the realm from Coach La Russa, and Coach Farrell has taken over uh, the reins from uh, Francona, and uh, it's going to be a great series. I'm going to have Boston the, the Edge in six game. Boston. Four games to two to win it. So that means they'll seal the victory at home. Uh, the starting pitchers for Wednesday night's game are Adam Wainwright for the Cardinals out of Brunswick, Georgia. Great stew, and then John Lester, who was 15-8 this season for the Red Sox. On uh, on Thursday night's game, uh, that would be Michael Walker versus Clay Buchholz, and then Saturday's game, which will be back. Uh, in St. Louis will be Joe Kelly for the Cards and John Lackey for the Red Sox. Uh, best of luck to both John Cleveland, Red Sox fan, and to Collins, big Cardinals fan, and, of course, uh, my friends down in Florida, uh, the Whites, John, excuse me, Peggy, and uh, Jim White down there, Wish them the best luck, big-time Cardinal fans. Uh, I know they'll be watching very attentively. Now let's get to the, the the good stuff, the real stuff. Uh, we'll start off with college football tonight. What a freaking weekend! Upsets galore, crazy come from behind wins, nasty blowouts. You know you had you know at the top of the of the rankings you had you know Arkansas, I mean uh, Arkansas and Washington State trying to take on Giants, Oregon and Alabama didn't work out well for them. You had 52 for Alabama. You had zero for Arkansas. Then you had 62 for Oregon and 38 for Washington State. So um, number one and number two did what they were supposed to. They held uh, they held court well. And uh, But after that, there was a whole lot of shaking going on. And, and what was supposed to be a great game between Florida State and Clemson, number three and number five, or going according to their list, according to my list, I had uh, number three and number five. So, yeah, um, according to uh, my rankings, uh, it was supposed to be a great game featuring some Heisman candidates, Taj Boyd for Clemson, Jameis Winston for Florida State. It was a home game, and Clemson missed the bus. Didn't even play, didn't even show up. Florida State went in their house, straight up laid the smack, pimped them, whatever you, bum-rushed bum them, bum-rushed them, whatever you want to call it, beat them at home 51-14, to 14, not only knocking Clemson out of any possibility for a national uh, BCS championship uh, game, but also knocking Taj Boyd completely out of the Heisman race. Said, done, over with. Then you get Ohio State who I don't rank high, but we had them you no know, holding court and winning their game. But in um, the, the, the LSU-Mississippi game, which was probably one of the better games of the night, you had Mississippi upsetting number, number six, LSU. Then you had Auburn upsetting Texas A&M at Kyle Field. You had my number 10, Louisville, losing to U- University of Central Florida. So you have all kind of shakeups going on, which will lead me into, of course, my rankings. And as of earlier this evening, the powers at be announced their BCS bowl championship series rankings, and this is how they played out. They've got Alabama at number one. They've got Florida State number two, Oregon at number three. Ohio State at number four, Missouri at number five, number six, a one-loss Stanford team at number six. At number seven, you have the U. At number eight, you have Baylor. Nine, Clemson with their one loss, finished out by Texas Tech, Auburn, and UCLA. That's the top 12 of the BCS rankings. To break it down a little bit, just to be a little bit more specific, we're going to go into the AP rankings which had Alabama, which wasn't this order, Alabama, Oregon, Florida State, Ohio State, Missouri, Baylor, Miami, Stanford, Clemson, and Texas Tech, which both of those lists mean nothing because the only list that matters on this show is my list. The Motormouth Mosley top five, I have Baylor at number one. I still have Oregon at number two. I did have Florida hopping Baylor, and they are now – My number three team in the country, and like I said, I have Baylor at number four and Missouri at number five. Um, Hard to discount a dominant victory over a number three ranked team that looked like a legitimate number three ranked team in the country up until last night. So I did give Florida kudos, and they are now the number three team in my weekly ranking. I do still have a lot of love for my Baylor Bears, dominating victory, absolutely dominating victory over a decent Iowa State team. But when you throw up 71 points and your defense holds them to seven, that needs to be respected. So I still have my Baylor Bears ranked very highly. I expect a lot out of them. Uh, they will go through a rough catch in a few weeks where they will have Texas, Oklahoma, uh and Texas Tech later on in the season. That's going to be a real tough stretch for them. We will get a real idea as to what type of team they will be. Uh, and Another one of the great games over the weekend, you had Stanford bouncing back from their, their loss, knocking off an undefeated UCLA team, 24-10. And in a game that was actually a little bit of a surprise, I was surprised that North Carolina gave Miami such a good game. I believe this was Thursday night when you had – uh, Miami winning in North Carolina, in, North Carolina, in Chapel Hill, 27-23 to 23 in a game that was a lot closer than I anticipated. But that's why they play. You play to win the game. You know, on any given Sunday, which has now changed to any given Saturday, Sunday, Thursday, Monday night, Thursday night, at any given night, any team can beat any team. Again, you're listening to the Motor Mouth Mosley Radio Show. I am the man, Motor Mouth Mosley, doing what I do best: run my mouth, talk sports. If you're interested, you can send us letters to the Motor Mouth Mosley Man Cave at PO Box 55, Rida, Georgia 30074. That's our snail mail address, and of course, you can always hit us up at our email address, which is Motor Mosley at AOL.com. You can tag us on Facebook. You can tweet us on Twitter. Just look for Motormouth Mosley or M Mosley twenty four on Twitter and holla, make comments, critique, talk smack, do whatever you like. But so just communicate with us. Wanna thank you folks who are listening in. I see you in the chat room. I'm trying to respond as quick as I can. And I uh, got a couple of cars, but they've already said that they just want to listen in. They're driving. They don't really want to talk. They just want to listen. So I just want to thank you for tuning in, logging in, and checking us out. Now, as of course, my favorite thing to discuss is the NFL. So we're going to talk how I'm doing on my rankings. As of last week, I went in at 65 and 27, which is flirting with 70%, which ain't bad for a little country boy from Temple, Texas. Got it, a little bit proud, a little bit cocky. But taking a big one on the chin this weekend, it's not looking good for the home team. Some games that I thought would go my way have switched on me. (laughs) Excuse me. Some teams that I thought would actually do their thing have actually floundered. I was surprised in some of the NFL games. So let's go down over the scores. My picks. Uh, Let's see. Starting out with Thursday night, we had Seattle over Arizona, which I picked. We had, uh, starting uh, early games today, Tampa 23, Atlanta 31, Cincinnati 27, Detroit 24. And what I would kind of consider a little bit of a mild upset, because Detroit has been playing some exceptional ball, especially at home, Uh, you've got Buffalo knocking off. The fans going down to Miami and beating them at home 23-21, and in the game that was probably the upset, I've had conversations with friends throughout the week. No one that I talked to expected this or even had any idea that this would happen. Most people have thought it would be a dominating victory by the New England Patriots, but no. New England goes into the Jets and gets knocked off 30-27 to on a somewhat controversial but legitimate Play at the end of the game. Um, so, uh, New York lined up for a go-ahead field goal, and actually the kicker missed it. Nick Foles, not Nick Foles, uh, missed the kick, but New was penalized for unsportsmanlike conduct because one player pushed another player on the defense to uh, add to the rush, which is. Uh, Written in the rules, it's a new rule as of this year. Uh, so, tack on 15 yards, do a re and the Jets knock off the New England Patriots. Uh, you've got the Chicago Bears in a shootout in Washington. Looks like no one played any defense, but Washington held on and won the game 45 to 41. I had my good friend and former politician John Yoshimura big devout Ruskin Redskin fan, uh, Georgetown University grad for law school, asked me what did I think about this whole Redskins mascot, nickname, controversy or discussion. And I told him, I said, it's a real easy solution. You don't have to really change the mascot because the mascot's not necessarily that offensive. That's not the issue. The issue is the moniker of the Redskins. easy way to solve that in my book, in my thinking, would be just to change the team name to the Washington Warriors. Still uses the Native American Indian connotation. Keep the same colors. You don't have to change anything. You just have to get rid of that ugly nickname. So that's my take on that one. The new Washington Warriors, which it should be, would settle everything. Then you had a game that ended up being almost a, a gang war. It uh, looked like a street fight. but From the highlights I saw, you saw the St. Louis Rams go in the Charlotte and lose to the Carolina Panthers thirty to fifteen. There's a whole lot of jawing and jabbering going on between the teams, and much to do about nothing because nobody cares about either one of those teams. They're not going anywhere. They're going to be, you know, right around eight hundred. I mean, five hundred if they're lucky. They'll be eight and eight, seven and nine, nine and seven if they. And, and the thing about it is, if those two teams are nine and seven, they're thrilled. Um, San Diego did what I expected. Knocked off Jacksonville twenty four to six. You've got San Francisco thirty-one. Tennessee seventeen. Uh, dominating game by the looks like the manager got their situation solved on offense. They were going through some, some rolls for a few weeks, but it looks like their back on track. Colin Kaepernick's doing his thing at quarterback. Frank Gore is running over people at running back. And that's that's their formula for success. Then you've got Cleveland going into Green Bay, getting beat thirty-one to thirteen. Kansas City, listen to me, people. Kansas City is now uh, the way things are looking in this game Monday night. Kansas City will go into Monday morning as the only undefeated team in the NFL. Again, I said the Kansas City Chiefs, 7-0, and undefeated, knocked off Houston 16-17. to um, And as I said, it looks like in tonight's game, uh, Denver goes into Indiana, Indianapolis. Peyton Manning's return home. Crowd showed a lot of class, giving him a standing ovation when he was introduced. But the Colts aren't being so nice to him. Uh, 33 to 17 right now. Um, it looks like it's about to. They're about to tack on three more points. Looks like Adam Vinatieri lined up for a field goal, which, was, if successful, will give them 36 to 17 with a little bit over, and it's good, a little bit over, under 13 minutes left in the fourth quarter. So unless Peyton Manning decides to have a flashback, goes back and does what he does best and leads the Broncos to a miraculous comeback, I think it's going to be a disappointing evening for people like me, Plate, people like my cousin, (laughs) excuse me, People like my cousin, uh, Lisa, who are Broncos fans. Looks like they're going to get knocked off. And in uh, one of the earlier Monday night, uh, Sunday night games, you're Baltimore knocking off Pittsburgh, 19-16. Lots of football, lots of great action today. Uh, if I'm lucky, I might be able to go 10-5. Uh, It's going to take a comeback by Denver, uh, and it's going to take a win tomorrow night in the Monday Night Football game. It's going to take a win by the Giants, who are sitting at 0-6. It's going to take a win by them to at least give me a decent record over the weekend. Other than that, it's going to be a sad day in the man cave. Again, you're listening to the mad Mosley Radio Show. Thank you for calling in the folks who are online listening. Thank you for the folks that are in chat, that are sitting there listening. If you've got anything that you want to add to the show, go right ahead. I can either bring you online or I can just respond to you on uh, chat as I have been doing. But thank you for listening in. It's been a great weekend. <clears throat> um, as I also stated, I did want to give a shout-out to the Milwaukee Trojans for knocking off the Little Mules again. And I did want to send my condolences to the uh, the University of Washington family. They lost longtime legendary coach Don James earlier this evening, uh, Hall of Fame caliber coach, uh, one of the greats of all times. And I just wanted to send out that to them. Uh, and a couple of the college games that I didn't address that have some personal uh, Contact for me, a big shout out to the Georgia Tech rambling Lick, the yellow jackets dominating victory over the Syracuse Orange. Yes, I said the Syracuse orange, not the orange men what they used to be called, but the orange. I want a big shout out to them I did mention earlier Baylor over Iowa State, and in a game that was uh, <laughs> that was discussed uh, by a few by a few of us me and my golf buddies. Tennessee upset South Carolina. The old ball coach goes in Knoxville, and much to the chagrin of some Gamecock fans, didn't show up. Two weeks in a row, the University of Tennessee and Coach Butch Jones have knocked off two SEC powers, that being South Carolina and the University of Georgia. So it looks like those things have been somewhat back on track, righted up in Knoxville after this whole. Lane Kiffin uh, debacle a few years ago. Um, So I think that's going to bode well for the SEC in the future, but it just was an ugly day for USC on both counts because the other usc and yes i call the one in california the other usc got knocked off by notre dame which really upsets me because everybody knows that my favorite teams are the ones from texas and whoever's playing against notre dame but it was not a good day for me on that account again you listen to the Motor motormouth Mosley radio show you can call in at 347-945- 7975 or you can just log in at Motormouth Mosley on the Blog Talk Radio site. We're about to sign off. Just wanted to say uh, a big shout out to the University of Mary Hart and Baylor Lady Crusader basketball team. Wish them the best of luck in this upcoming season. And of course, I wish nothing but safety and, and great football to all of the high school football players in the state of Georgia, the state of Texas, and the state of Hawaii and all over this country. Wish you the best of luck. Have a great weekend. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for logging on. You've been listening to the Motor Mouth Radio Show. This is your man, Motor Mouth Mosley, saying aloha and good night.